0: Welcome to the first recording of our first episode of our new podcast, Paradise Problems. Yeah, Welcome. Buddy. Welcome. It's good to be here. It is called Paradise Problems mm-hmm. because we are basically both live in paradise. It's true. And yes. we have fucking fuckloads of problems. <laughs> All right. So to start this off, we have to talk about ourselves first and introduce mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. So Fantastic. elevator pitch. All right. Who
1: are we? I'll take, I'll hit this one off. Um, My name is Elias Black. I am a model and content producer. I have a background in marketing and design. Uh, Initially, first stepping into design area, I had a motorcycle company based over in Bali. stepped from that into modeling, moved from that into marketing and now kind of juggle a few different things and also have a background in, in PT, which is something I'm also
0: still pretty passionate
1: about. And you're next.
0: Oh, that sounds um, that sounds wonderful.
1: It's been a wonderful journey.
0: Ah, what a wonderful journey. <laughs> okay, are you nervous? <gasps> yeah, I'm hell nervous. Really? Yeah. You don't sound too nervous. Yeah, got my podcast voice on. You, uh, you go a little bit quieter when you answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who am I? Well, obviously, my name is Matthew Sofo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> Um, no, I got, uh, my background is, uh music industry. Mm-hmm. So I came up playing in orchestras and bands and all those fun things. Do you have a band cam story for us? Uh, I did go on a band camp actually once. We'll I save think,
1: that for episode three.
0: Yeah. Get a bit well, it was an all boys band camp. So there was. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. And I played the trombone that year. So, <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah. These lips. <laughs> the rusty main. trombone? Or yeah. What? it was. I definitely played the rusty tr- oh, I've had a few rusty trombones too. So, <laughs> <you know. laughs> have you? Can't <laughs> say I have. Can't say I have. Right, we'll save that for another episode. Um, But yeah, DJ, producer, composer, aria, charting. That's right. Producer, um, done ads, TV, documentaries. Yes. HBO Sync. You've written some amazing scores, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. I've started doing. um, Yeah. And uh, movie and TV composing is my ultimate dream. To end up. I feel like that's a
1: bit of a fresh dream. I feel like right before I went away uh, last year, mm. um before I went traveling, you were talking about this. You kind of yeah. really manifested it and like a few weeks later you're like, "Yep, we got
0: my first gig." Got I was my like first gig. I was
1: like, "Cool, yeah. I've been working on my dreams for years, but you just you just go do that." No,
0: I look, to be 100% fair, it's or it has always been my dream, but I suppose in the back of my mind cuz I didn't really know how to like break into it. Mm-hmm. But I think I was doing like all the the mental preparation and all the I suppose life and skill set preparation, um, but yeah, I did. I didn't end up getting a job. Basically, can I say this already about doing mushrooms? <laughs> Absolutely. I I ate, I ate I never ate magic mushrooms before moving here, and then I ate my um, magic mushrooms for like eight hours straight during one day, and then I wrote like a big piece of music. Um, this is not life advice or. Career, career advice. But I highly recommend but it. But I <laughs> recommend it. Um, and then I ate mushrooms for eight hours during that day and then I composed like a big piece of music mm-hmm. and I must have been feeling a bit high and I sent it off to like one of the biggest composers in Australia, and, like the and, company. And to me. And to you, I yeah. And then I get, a, I get a message from him being like, um, call me tomorrow. And I was <laughs> like, oh, fuck, maybe I fucked up, yeah. And then, yeah, I got, got a job through that. So Was that after um, or before microdosing? Uh, it was during
1: microdosing. So, you were microdosing for some period of time. Yeah. And then you one day you're like, you know what? I'm just, gonna go, just gonna I'm gonna keep gonna go going to go deep. For, yeah. I'm going to go deep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You went
1: deep and it worked out. Yeah, yeah. It kind of did.
0: I think we should maybe, yeah. Again, that that's definitely a topic for another. A um,
1: hundred percent. We will dive deeper into that. But it, it, it's cool to kind of skim the surface with that because it is really yeah. interesting. That stuff. Yeah. Like, I've also microdosed yeah. Um, prior to, uh, well, a couple fights that I did when yeah. I was amateur boxing in Melbourne and I just found it incredible for learning things. You can, yeah. you can pick up information and learn things yeah. so much quicker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we will we'll dive deeper into that another yeah. time.
0: Yeah, oh, 100%. And I mean, I think that kind of brings us to like the next, I suppose, question or the natural progression of this episode is mm-hmm. why, why have we started a podcast? What are we doing this podcast for and what do we hope to achieve from it? Well, I think
1: like selfishly, one of my main reasons is to actually maybe open up about the person I am. Like I have this social profile through TV, through modeling, through, you know, some smaller acting gigs and really, I'm actually quite private about the person I am. It's it's very much like a facade. Um, Social media has always been a way for me to earn a dollar and it's always been something I I always intended to monetize as soon as I started it. And so for me, it's like a way to kind of expose the person I am. Mm. The good and the bad and the ugly. (laughs) Why do you feel like you're ready to do that now? Uh, it's not so much of ready. It's it's more of a. It's just an avenue that's. It's mm. just naturally like. It's just honestly the synchronicity that's come through our friendship. Yeah. I mean, something that you do regularly is obviously um, produce podcasts. Yeah. And
0: I, I didn't add. To, I didn't add that to my elevator pitch. Well, that's why we're here, baby. That's why <laughs> this is going to sound me. so good once it's done. To <laughs> tweak my voice, make it real like Barry White. You know. Yeah, yeah. We can lower the pitch. Yeah. yeah so you feel like now is like the opportunity to and to yeah, kind of open up, talk about yourself, talk about your own life and not just what everyone sees on Instagram and and, and the work that you do.
1: A hundred percent. And and the vulnerability and, and the mental health stuff. And there's just so many factors that, you know, you can't really implement into mm. uh, certain mediums such yep. as social media that easily. So I feel like this is a way to break down the barriers. Yeah. Yep. What what about yourself?
0: What do you um look I think for me as I said, like, yeah, I don't have a social media profile um, like you do or even Lola or a lot of our other kind of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love having com- – and well, I suppose I do go on Lola's podcast quite a lot, which is Fearlessly Failing. Give her a plug. Mm-hmm. Um, she's all right. Um, I do enjoy having conversations about mental health. I do enjoy having conversations about being vulnerable and – um even things that I haven't spoken about uh, previously publicly like being on medication and um, having, you know, bouts of anxiety and depression in my life and and working within the music industry and creative industries and how that's kind of impacted my mental health. But the funny thing is like we live in a beautiful paradise mm-hmm. and I still have these struggles, you know, or I still wake up on days and I'm like, fucking my life sucks you know, or I hate myself or I don't make enough money. And then, so I think just opening up that conversation and, you know, not just for, I think, men in general or male identifying, like we don't don't really like talk to each other about it enough, you Mm -hmm. know. And I I think that I kind of make an effort to, you know, force you and force other people to be like, well, how do you actually feel or what is going on or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, holding each other accountable, which is I think is like a, a really strong thing. So, yeah, I think overall it's just opening up conversations and, um, yeah, just maybe talking a bit of shit as well. Lots of that. And you can talk about some dirty stories. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. We'll see. I'm going to throw you under the bus like 100%. <laughs> well, that's why you're my producer. You can edit them all out. No, nah, there'll be no editing. I'll be asking about um, funny dating stories, sex stories and um yeah, well,
1: recently single, I'm sure there'll be some stuff. Coming. Recently
0: single? hmm yeah. Um, I wonder if we get to episode eight and you might have a new girlfriend by then. Yeah, we can. Actually, end. can you go on some dates and then we get like <laughs> date reviews? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to come along as well? Yeah, so what I can do is I can like sit on like a separate table yeah. and just like watch from afar and see what you do and see what you do wrong. Well, you were actually involved in my last date. Oh, yeah, I was too. So. <laughs> you brought it to our house. <laughs> was that a date? I don't know. I don't know. I think I think it was like
1: more of like a. I'm I'm such a cruisy person when it comes to dating. Like I just kind of like I was like I'm going to dinner with my friends. Would you like to come? Gotcha. you know. Do it you wasn't think, it wasn't like a like it did feel a bit like a meet the parents moment. Yeah, you yeah. guys are like my Byron mom and dad. But yeah. Do, do
0: you think that blurs the lines though with girls? Because because yeah, you are let's say friendly, um, and you are inviting and inclusive. Mm -hmm. so then you know you meet a girl and you're like oh yeah just come with me or like come meet my friends or come hang out and then do you think that leads you to i like you being friendly but girls maybe being like oh i think he kind of likes me or he wants to bang or like i can't change who i am like i understand
1: some people have certain walls up or their reserve it's like oh we need to get to a certain point before we meet my friends but i feel like that is one of my superpowers it is connecting people yeah like some of the people i've connected in my time it's like you know they've established amazing friendships or yeah. relationships or whatever and like i really enjoy yeah seeing that it's like really i really get a kick out of it so i'm just yeah i've always been an inclusive person yeah. when it comes to stuff like that so and i'm also very like
0: low-key yeah <laughs> and chill so yeah. i'm happy to like just drag people along and just and just watch it all unfold yeah and i mean even for me like um you know, you moved here before us, so you Mm -hmm. knew heaps more people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you've introduced me to friends and really cool guys and going out as a group and everyone that I've met through you have been a really good person. Yeah. you know, Yeah. But but does that get you in trouble with girls as in like they might get the wrong idea or? I don't know. I mean, honestly, it's never, maybe, maybe, I don't know if
1: someone's felt like that, but Mm -hmm. they've never brought it to my attention. Yeah. I think being inclusive is
0: a positive thing yep. overall. I think being here as well is a lot more community-based and a lot more friend-based where you can, you know. Everyone knows everyone already. Yeah.
1: Like if you didn't already know, like the the girl I brought to dinner, <laughs> I'm sure you would have met her somewhere else. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, yeah. she, she works in a similar kind of
0: industry as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. I yeah. suppose it is like it is like a big small town, isn't it? It is. It is, yeah. Mm, Okay. Well, we'll probably have to touch on that because dating in a small town has got to be... It's like in Melbourne, yeah, like everyone kind of knows each other, but you can still meet girls that have absolutely no connection to to your friend's group. But here, it's like, you know one degree of separation or two degrees of separation? There's no degree. Everyone's at the same few gyms, they have the same venues, the same cafes,
1: the same beaches, especially when like half the town or more, you know, surf. Mm. So when when it's on, you're seeing the same people over and over and over. So there's, yeah, I think you just got to connect people. You can't be weird about any of it. Like if you, even if you're out with someone that you're potentially courting or like hanging out with More than a friend. And if you run into someone else that maybe…
0: Yeah. You've been on a date with.
1: You just have… You introduce them. It's not like Melbourne where you might run and hide and be like, oh shit, let's not go to this part of town. It's just like… It is what it is. I think transparency is like the number one thing. Mm. Just being super… like, And I think you kind of learn to be like that. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I've only been single in this town for a very short period of time. So I'm, I'm still learning. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's a new experience. Where like, in
0: Melbourne, you just do anything to avoid any of the exes or…
1: Well, not even. You just don't even have to. It's like you naturally know, I think, after yeah. a breakup. Okay, I know that she likes to go here and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And yeah. you can, it's not hard to avoid. Yeah. It's not hard to like not cross paths. Yeah. In fact, it's rare to.
0: Yeah. And when you do, it's like, oh, what the hell are you doing in the same place? Yeah, it's yeah, like gotcha. you're going to see the same people. It, it, like yeah. in Melbourne, when you go through a breakup, you almost like claim like your own space yeah, all you I know? care
1: about is the gym. That yeah. used to be my thing. It's like, don't come to my gym. Don't come, don't to, come gym. to my boxing gym. Like, just let me… Like, that is my yep. meditative kind yep. of zone. But I don't have that here. Yep. Like, yep. girls that I've known in the past or seen, like, they all train at the same gyms. Yep. They all, like, I see them all the time. So, you kind of have to just, yeah, just show face and just be nice. Mm. Do you,
0: maybe people are just more open-minded and more chill here. Yeah, I think it's just it's just the context. It's the
1: culture. The dating culture here is very different, and you can't just be like, yeah. You have to be
0: open. You have yeah. to just be okay. I'm yeah. going to set out a challenge then. Okay. Um, over the next uh, six weeks, you have to meet someone new and go out on a date with them. Okay, it has to be complete cold. Nervous. You have to ask a girl out and I go out. <laughs> and you have to be like, hey, would you like to go out on a date with me? And then, um. You have to tell us about it. Okay. And if it's, hopefully it's shit because that, <laughs> that, that, that would be completely funnier. What if I meet my wife? What if this podcast? Well, up? yeah. I mean, what, what if this podcast leads you to live, meeting the love of your life? I could be your love coach or your dating coach. Yeah. You can be part of the box party. I'll give you that. Do you know what? I don't really want to be part of the box party. Give that to someone else. Not I like, feel like that's too much commitment. <laughs> I'll make everyone like do yoga and like have like healthy kombucha and shit. That is a new age bucks party, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. I met some guys on the weekend. They like had a big like bender. And I was like, I can't think of anything worse. I just want to like hang out. Oh, same. Just, I've just been go to the beach and like chill. Mate, I've been the best
1: man three times now. Yeah. Um, and all the bucks that I've organized have been like beach, chill. And you always get the crew of boys like, where are the strippers? And I'm just yeah. like, that's just, yeah. I don't know. For me, that's like a, I've done it enough too. Yeah, I've, I've not done it. It's not my cup of tea. Oh, really? I prefer to just like connect, cook food together. Like, yeah. you know, party, sure, yeah. have some boy time. But yeah. I think when you go over that kind of,
0: go past that line, it's
1: like it gets a bit fucking
0: weird. I think as well because I've, I've never had girlfriends that have like cared about me partying or going to strippers and doing drugs on bucks parties like it's never been like a thrill mm. so i think a lot of guys in you know some relationships. Like a naughty thing yeah it's like a naughty thing like oh i've got a night off like i get to Mate. have 12 beers and look at some titties and strippers couldn't like, think
1: of anything worse the first time first and only time i went to a strippers was with the next girlfriend yeah and i had to go there because it was like one of my best friends going away like kind of events parties yeah. was at the strippers yeah and i just
0: it's not my not zone a vibe. It's not not a vibe uh, i used to go heaps in melbourne we used to go like wednesday nights just for like a drink course not not me <laughs> <laughs> oh very funny um <laughs> all right so we should actually go back a little bit mm-hmm. and actually talk about how we actually know each other and how we met because there is a bit of a story behind it there is so <laughs> i think it was 2017 2017 yep so i was in la and so was I. And you were in LA. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, I was, I was there for Coachella. Okay. Right? Yep. What were you there for?
1: I was uh, visiting a friend that went away and had her thing at the strippers. Yep. She moved to LA. She still lives there. Yeah. So, I was visiting her. She's, you know, it was her new home and I wanted to go say hi and hang out and, and do
0: some, you know, exploring and some traveling. Yeah, Yep. Okay. And um, I think it was, must have been after Coachella… We got back to LA and then Mm -hmm. there was another friend from Melbourne Mm -hmm. that was there. Mutual friend. Mutual friend. Yep. And we'd organize with her to have dinner. Yep. And then she sends us a text message and say, hey, um, I've actually got another friend here from Melbourne. Do you mind if he comes? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Who's this fucking cunt crashing our dinner? And um, where did we go? It was... Uh, Some fancy restaurant owned by an Australian. Uh, um, oh, fuck. EPLP. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, EPLP. Um, so rock up and you were sitting there. Mm-hmm. What was your first impressions?
1: Of you? Yeah. I have no recollection. <laughs> I don't… Not because I was like, you know, inebriated. <laughs> I just don't remember that exact moment. And if you do, that's really fucking cute. Um, you were like, what were well, your first impressions? Sounds like you've got something to say. Uh,
0: well, I, I thought you were on a date.
1: Yeah, I don't know what was happening. Yeah, I knew knew this girl was like a little bit keen, but you know, I was in LA and I was like, okay, friend from home, catch up. I wasn't sure if it was like a date kind of vibe. But I remember at one point of the night, another man rocked up who did think he was coming on a date. Yeah. And it was incredibly (laughs) awkward. Yeah. Uh, So the
0: the backstory for that is that she was on Raya, or Raya, whatever it is. Oh, okay. And um, she was messaging other dudes. And she organized for another dude to come for a drink. So she kind of created like a bit of like a feeding frenzy for herself where she this, does, yeah. this other dude thinks that he's there. Um, I think he's like some mid-level successful artist now oh, too, wow. by the way. We'll Good. Google him after. Um, so he rocks up thinking he's kind of on a date and then you're there kind of thinking… I'm just there like, oh, cool, I'm going to come. If it happens, yeah. it happens. Wasn't it even, that, wasn't even that. It no? wasn't even that. It was you, like… I'm in a place
1: where I don't know heaps of people and I'm happy to like connect.
0: Hang out. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then yeah, I remember when he rocked up, she then invited me to the bar or something like kind of pulled me away. Yeah. And I was just like, at that point, I just assumed that she was friends with him as well. I wasn't, I didn't assume anything. Yeah. And then I think when we were at the bar, um, I think he
0: kind of was like, what the fuck and left, right? Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) when you guys got up and went to the bar, he turned to us. Um, I was there with an ex-girlfriend at the time Mm -hmm. and he was like, look, I'm not about this shit. Like, I think you guys are really nice, but I'm fucking not about this situation. And he literally just got up and left. Good on him. Yeah. It was the funniest thing. Um, it's actually one of my favorite memories from that trip because Mm -hmm. it was just so fucking random and hilarious.
1: But yeah, end of the day, you and I got to connect, and
0: yeah, it just kind of stemmed from there. Yeah, um, didn't you say that this girl had like bad feet or something like that? No? Oh. Uh, come oh. on, dish some tea, dish some tea on her. <laughs> nah, full, full disclosure: but, uh, she was, uh, I suppose, what? What would you call her? What uh, are you,
1: like you, you trying to get at?
0: No, I'm just saying. What would you say? Like, she's an uh, an influencer or a model or a somewhat small smaller personality or i'm not sure um i guess influencer she's kind of in that spectrum yeah
1: but yeah there was a there was a time where i was like yeah she's really fucking cute like Mm. this girl's she's pretty like i don't know much but i know she's pretty and then yeah one day I i was chatting to a mate and i was like oh yeah like been catching up this is mates at that point with this girl and he sent me a screenshot Zoomed in on, on her feet, and I was just, <laughs> after that moment, I was just like, "I'm not like a foot fetish guy or anything, oh, but God. I don't know what it was, but I just I could not, unsee. I'm not." I'm not. Sometimes you faith. can't unsee things. Yeah, I'm
0: not into feet. I don't. Um, it's not my thing. I'm
1: not into them, but at the same time, there's such thing as like a nice foot. Like, yeah, the girl has like cute little feet. It's like It's almost like hands. It's like oh yeah, like I, like whatever. You like like anything you want to keep yeah. it like. Looking good, you get your gotcha. nails done, whatever, you shave, whatever it is that you do. It's just like another body part. But it's not something I look at and go, oh, yeah, like so, she has okay. amazing feet. Gotcha. But you may look at it and go, "Oh,
0: Okay. Mm. Would you let her jerk you off with her feet? Maybe you see a podiatrist or something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like here though, when you go to the beach and you're just in a barefoot lifestyle, mm. um, a lot of girls just have really like tough, <laughs> tough scratchy feet.
1: It's honestly, I feel like once again, it's not something I'd notice until
0: it was pointed out. Pointed out, and once yeah. it's pointed out to you, like you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, nah, I, am definitely not a foot person. I don't really think about feet. So you can't touch my feet anytime. But um, um oh, I, we could um, we could connect feet under the table if you like. No, you know, there's a website called Foot Finder, and people sell like pictures of their feet. I've heard all sorts of stories about feet, and I, I, apparently, it's because some part
1: of the brain. Connected to your sexuality is like neighbors with a party brain, which is um got something to like the cognitive function of your feet.
0: Right? What? Yeah. Do we need to fact check this? You do. Okay. All right. But for all your listeners out there, okay, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some sort of like sexual link between yeah feet and yes, of course. I think it's far or more... Arousal or something like that. Yeah. Or do you think it's like... The lines cross. Do you think it's like somewhere... It's physiological. You know, like you, you're a little bit aroused to like begin with and then you see a foot on a pretty girl and you're like, mm, your brain starts putting it all together. It makes no sense. Don't you reckon? Yeah. So what if you're aroused and all of a sudden, you I'm know, saying, if like, you saw a parrot you're
1: going to be like, oh yeah, I'm into parrots.
0: parrot. Well, yeah. But like, isn't that how like Kingston stuff kind of come about? Like you're you know, you're fooling around, you're already a bit aroused and then Mm -hmm. she, you know, fucking spanks you or something. And then you're like, when you start associating arousal with… I think it's deeper than that. I think a lot of it
1: goes back to like weird childhood stuff. And I don't know, when I did psych in school, it was always based on like some kind of trauma or some kind of thing that you… That's like the
0: Freudian view on everything. Exactly. We're not kink shamers on this podcast though. Definitely not. Wait till you know about Ulysses Kinks. Oh, I don't even know what they are. That's so great. <laughs> gonna, can't wait to. I'm, we're <laughs> going to find them out. <laughs> You're every, not. Every time I've helped um helped you move the house, we always find like restraints and shit. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> handcuffs and um <laughs> res- restraints that you attach to the bed. Tell us about them. Have you used them lately? Um, I actually broke them. No. Yeah. Who was wearing them? You or the or your partner at the time? My partner. Oh, okay. Yeah, my ex-girlfriend so she, was wearing them. She was trying to break out of them. <laughs> I think
1: I was using them to um, hmm, reposition. Ah, okay. And, and they weren't… Yeah, they weren't… I have to get some like proper ones made because the metal the Proper just, ones made? What? Yeah. I'm to get some like… You know, because you want them to be strong. Otherwise, it kind of like… Yeah. What's the point? If Do you're we, wearing these like handcuffs and then like the ones that you had… They just break. it yeah. just breaks. It's mm. like, well, you don't really feel that restraint. Like you mm. want to… It's about… I think it's probably about keeping up
0: that facade. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Remember, safe like safe words. Always pineapple. It's always pineapple. <laughs> <It's> always pineapple. <laughs> my safe word is pineapples, hundred percent. I don't know where that came from. It's like a, a pop culture thing. Is like. it? It is. I think I it comes know. from a movie somewhere, but it's definitely like in my like deep psyche somewhere. All I know is I've never heard the safe word. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think I've heard the, I've heard the safe word once, just to um, just to get out of a situation. <laughs> It's wow. like, I want to leave pineapples. Wow. As in like not having sex, like actually out at like a party. And it was used in that context. No, that's not, not allowed. The safe word is very specific. It needs to be Only within for sexy the
1: times? sexy times. Really? Yeah, it's like, you've got to be like doing something a little bit strange. No. Well, can't they, just be out of the party and start saying pineapples.
0: No. Well, that was Lola and I's uh, when we met because we met on… You're ruining the safe word, um, Matt. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying because this is how the safe word is. But because um, we met on Bumble… Mm. On on the first night we met, I was Shout out to Bumble. Shout out to Bumble, please sponsor our podcast. Um (laughs) I said to her, I was like, if you come and you don't wanna um like if you don't like me or if you wanna like leave, just say pineapples and I'll (laughs) and I'll walk you outside. And now you guys own a house together. Oh yeah. I wasn't gonna say that on the podcast, but you know.
1: We can cut it out. We've got embryos. Now you guys have embryos embryos together.
0: (laughs) I know, fucking Uncle fucking Ilias fucking. Yeah, what? The cool uncle. That's right. Do you reckon? I don't know. I'll be like, don't let this cunt me. Kids going straight on the back of the motorbike. Uh, yeah, that's fine. You can do that. <laughs> Just go, go slow. Go slow. All right. Well, we've talked about foot fetishes. We've <laughs> talked about kinks. We've talked about safe words. Have we missed anything? I think we missed a few
1: things. What else have we got in there?
0: Well, there's, there's heaps more that we've got to go through. And I think that we actually got to get to the point of like, why do you actually think that you and I are very, very different people? Mm-hmm. So I would say that I'm a little bit more uh, chill. More chill? Yeah. Uh, more like low energy, more on the anxious vibes, um, not as adventurous. Okay, yeah. Not I'm more thrill seeker, risk taker. You're, yeah, you're like the thrill seeker, risk taker. Um, Where I'm like, I'm just happy to sit on the couch and eat some Tim Tams or like go to a nice yoga class or, you know, talk about my feelings. (laughs) I just connect with people on like, it's
1: like a heart basis. I knew when I met you, you had a fucking amazing heart. And that is all that there is to it because honestly, Mm. we don't have that much in common. Okay, there's some things like you mentioned earlier, you know, uh, depression or whatever. You've been medicated. So have I in the past. I've been through some stories like that. But we don't really connect on that at all. I think if you were to sum it up, it's almost like the dance between the masculine and the feminine. I feel like you have very strong feminine energy and not in a bad way at all. But you do. You do. And, And I think there's this weird balance between us where that kind of works. And I also like pushing you and like giving you shit all the time. Yeah. Like getting you out of your comfort zone. I mean, like right behind you right now, there is a surfboard which yeah. I handpicked out for you. You did? And I've paddled you out into yeah. shark infested waters a few <laughs> times and be plenty of more of that to come. Yeah. And all these little things I think just yeah, they just create like this this kind of bond. Yeah. Because we two push each other out of certain comfort zones. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And I like I like that. I like being yeah. on the edge a bit. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely for me, like, yeah, that's probably something I admire in you where, you know, you are probably more of that adventurous side, but I think still have quite like a soft and tender side that, you know, that you probably don't show to everyone and people don't think about you. But I do think like you are... You do have that nice mix of masculine and feminine. Mm. You know, you're going to bring that up heaps. The delicate dance. The delicate dance. He's listened to a podcast about it, which we'll probably have to talk about as well in a audio book. Yeah. An audio. Was it audio book? Was it audio book? Yeah. yeah. So I think for me, um, but yeah, I think the way that I connect with people is, um, just just good people. So I like. Exactly. I just need. Um, I feel like we kind of come from similar industries where you just know copious amounts of people like volumes of people mm. but you really don't feel connected to anybody and yeah for me like i'd rather have you know three four fucking good mates than know the you know thousands of people that you kind of come across in life and i do love to meet new people and connect but yeah connect um really having someone on like a deeper basis is so much more important to me yeah and no. i don't mind that you push me out of my comfort zone every now and again
1: yeah, well I can't wait to get you on a plane and take you to LA with me.
0: Yeah, we'll go back to LA. Hold hands the whole way. Yeah, we can do that. You supply the Valium and I'll supply the We can um baths. we can we can relive um <laughs> we can relive our first night together in LA. <laughs> I think you came back to our Airbnb. Uh, I did. I, I did. actually thought to full I disclosure, I thought we were gonna have a four way that night. Oh god damn, that was never gonna happen. I was like off my face. Wow! So yeah. you really had some plans for me. Already. I didn't have plans, but I was like, okay, I'm pretty like. I think I was pretty like. That was never. That was never. Never on your thing. No. Really. Well, I've never done anything with
1: another dude in the bedroom. Oh, really? I wasn't gonna like. I don't even. I really? Literally, like in the room, like even in the room, I'd be like.
0: Really. I
1: I, I need intimacy. Gotcha. In that. Like even when I've you know kind of maybe had more than one female yeah it's always going to be a level of intimacy Can't just be this like yeah i don't know it's weird yeah and also you were with your um your ex-partner at the time yeah no there was never going to be anything happening there um
0: see i've been in a room with another guy every every guy has yeah so but i and obviously myself and the other guy didn't like yeah but partake together but i was with a girl he was with a girl right right next to me no and I even did look at his schlong at one point, And I'm like, can I get on that? And <laughs> I was just like, you know what? You've never questioned your own sexuality. <laughs> um, not… <laughs> you, you've never looked at a, a dick and thought, mm, could I be into that? Mm. Come on. Everybody has. I've thought, could I be into that? Yeah, maybe
1: like when I was like yeah. coming into my like sexual prowess as a young man. Mm. But I don't… Like I knew pretty… like. You're pretty straight away. Like, yeah, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, I
0: kind of knew what I liked, which was yeah. good. But um, yeah, no, no, not about it. No, yeah. See, for me, I was like, you know, I was always like, okay, who who knows? You know, it's all a bit of a spectrum.
1: It is a spectrum. Like and I then, can look at a man and be like, that man is fucking beautiful. Yeah, and I've yeah, that's that doesn't bother me at all. Mm. But
0: in terms of that next kind of step
1: don't think I could take
0: it. Well, yeah, I think that's why I in that moment I was like, okay, this is your this is your chance to <laughs> to really know. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. 100%. you never tell me this story? No. Well, and so what happened next? So, um like I was say imagine it's like there's it was a couch and I'm there and there's a girl on top of me and there's you know a, another friend who was like right next to me and there was a girl with him mm-hmm. and I looked over and I'm like, could I just like lean over and join in? And then I was like, do you know what? No. Like, I'm not into that. So in that moment, I knew like exactly what I wanted and what I didn't want. Yeah, fully. I but, get yeah. that.
1: I think I've had moments like that. Like I think I when I was younger, I remember I kissed a dude. I've kissed a couple of guys. I kissed my mates. I think not give a fuck. Like, yeah. With tongue? A couple times. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. But like kissing is he, like, I don't know. It doesn't, it's not the same. It's not the same spectrum. But there was one dude they kissed and then he was kind of like, Mm. And I was like, uh, okay. oh, no, yeah. I don't think… Eating, eating cross swords To but That was together? when I was quite a bit younger. I mean yeah. like early, I don't know, maybe like 17, 18. Yeah. And I kind of knew then. I was like, you know what? This is me checking that spectrum out and understanding where I was on it.
0: Yeah, And I kind of had a pretty good idea. Then. I was yeah. like, I don't Jeez, know. This um, podcast really took a turn, didn't it? Yeah, just gonna have to edit all this stuff out. <laughs> no, nah, this is all staying in jo- journey to sexuality, which I'm um, hey, you know what? It's it's okay to talk about. You know, I think everyone has their own little journey. Like,
1: 100 percent. You
0: know, I, I don't. Everyone has all this and, stuff they would never speak about. Yeah, let alone on a podcast. I know, but I, this is what I don't. Oh, fuck! If my family listens to this, it's gonna be great. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't see. I don't understand why people don't talk about a lot of things. Like, I'm mm-hmm. very open where like you ask me a question i'll i'll answer it you know or if it's a maybe a difficult topic like i'm happy to dis- to discuss it because i just don't believe that we should be embarrassed or we should be ashamed of anything that we think or go through in life and that's yeah that's my kind of perspective on everything ballsy 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 all right so last two bits of this episode mm, what is a for this podcast because we are going to do a first season. Mm -hmm, That's right. You're going to have to refresh my memory. (laughs) So I've got um, journey in life. Mm -hmm. So getting to where we are now. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, and I think breaking down a little bit more of the stigmas of yourself and, you know, um, you know, like the, the model persona and the personality persona, like breaking that down further and, understanding a little bit about your past your past trauma your childhood you Mm -hmm. brought up freudian so now you're gonna have to um you know and i'll talk about a little bit about mine Mm -hmm. Um, i'm happy to talk about my mental health journeys and and you know, both of us, we mentioned like you had been medicated in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm currently medicated in the past. Yeah. Uh, um, sorry, I'm currently medicated. You were time traveling, Matt. Yeah, I know. I knew it. <laughs> That's just bad English. Uh, i so bad that fucking shit. Uh, we're going to be talking about dating. So I am yeah. in a relationship. You are. So you have to <laughs> take the boy
1: No, but like that is still part of it. Mm. Like the fact that we're on such different spectrums yeah. there, so different levels. I think like there's a lot of interesting things that happen in a relationship, especially one where, you know, your partner is overseas a lot, Yeah. Um, you know, 50% of the time she's based in LA. So I think there's a lot of interesting
0: goss mm. juicy stuff in there. So oh, I think yes. we're going to dive oh. deep into that as well. Here we well. go. He's going to throw me under the bus at some point. <laughs> That's right. Bus is coming. I have fucking therapy this morning and <laughs> gee, she fucking railed me for like a good hour. Just telling me to pull my socks up that's right no it's good that I need it you need a good pegging every now and then oh we're already on pegging <laughs> do you think peggings like pegging's like this real current um is it I've had so many conversations about it and I'm gonna be avoiding that that trend I think really I think so I had um one of my friends here she's a yoga teacher and you know I think she's got two daughters you know 19 20 year old daughters she sent me a um uh a voicemail. <laughs> he's whispering something. I, I don't know what he's saying. Uh, and she was like, Matt, can you explain what Peggy is? And I was like, when you're at dinner tonight, ask your 19-year-old and 20-year-old daughters what Peggy is. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what pegging is, I'll write to Ilias and he'll... um.
1: Look, there are not many things in the bedroom that are off limits for me. Really? But I think that's one of them.
0: Really? But who knows? I think who knows. You're Greek. That's what they do. <laughs> Yeah, well, democracy and pegging. We brought a lot to the world. You know the Greeks invented sex? (laughs) What do you mean invented? The Italians uh, introduced it to women. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, right, Bad jokes. All right. So, well, actually, on what's ahead on the podcast is we're going to talk about sex. Mm Mm-hmm. Baby, let's talk, talk about, about you and me. me. Let's talk about, we're going to talk about sex, talk about making love. I'm scared. We're just going to talk about pegging, mm-hmm. talk about rusty trombones. That's right. Um, what, what else? Strap in. We're going to just talk about um, just plain old missionary lovemaking. You got to get out of the sex topic. <laughs> You're deep in the fucking gutter right now. <laughs> Do you know what? I've got something else on the list that I'd like to probably talk about mm-hmm. at some point, And it's body image and insecurities. Oh, yeah. So I think as males, we don't really talk about insecurities. Do you have insecurities? Do you feel like you have insecurities? Yeah. uh, Absolutely. But Physical insecurities? Yeah. For sure.
1: For sure. But it's also something I've never let get me down mentally. You know what I mean? Like for sure. But I mean like when I was like growing up, my nickname was like Mosquito. I was like the skinniest kid. Skinny guy. And… Yeah, I basically changed that, obviously, as I came into my own, but yeah, for sure. But even now, like, there are things I'm like, oh, yeah, I I wouldn't mind working on this, working on that, or, you know, the fact that I'm in, like, my early 30s. I'm like, oh, shit,
0: getting old. Oh, gray hair, like. Yeah. And um, probably maintaining, like, a a certain size and shape Mm -hmm. for your job. Yeah, but it's funny. When I was younger, I was
1: really so hell-bent, almost, like, to the point of body dysmorphia, on, like, being big and being bulky and, like, taking up space and… It's only in my late 20s where I really just came to my own. and I stopped yeah. caring about that. And I was like, I don't need to yeah. lift weights six days a week to mm. like maintain this physique which is like totally like uh, dysfunctional and yeah. like not economical in terms of like the, my movement and my mobility. So like it, it's… Yeah. it's I definitely had to like go through the motions to get to a point. Where I'm like, you yeah. know what? I look… Whatever. Like some days I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I think I look like shit right now. But I don't mm. care because I know that I can, you know… Go and eat good today, and hit the sauna, and, and go do like some boxing, cardio, or and go hit the weights, that, and then come come home that night and be like, "Yeah, I feel good now." Yeah, it's what it is. Yeah. Or even after sickness, you know, I lost a lot of weight um, this month. Yeah. Like, I lost a lot of weight. I like went down like six kilos, and that was wow. like really annoying because I, you know, done a lot of work to like Build get up. to a certain point. And, yep. but it's also just knowing it's like everything's temporary. Everything fluctuates. Everything comes and it goes, and then it repeats. Like, mm. and learning to. Actually, know know that, like know that in your heart that, and then you don't stress
0: as much. Yeah. Okay. Good. I think we, I think we should dive into that a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I don't know that I've heard a lot of guys talk about body dysmorphia in themselves or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, their own kind of physical insecurities. And I know we all have them. Absolutely. We just don't really like talk about it. All right. So this is gonna be the last little section because I think everyone's probably pretty sick of. uh listening to our voices this is gonna be <laughs> a, a rapid fire okay sweet let's, so do, it. let's we're going do it we're gonna do like quick quick questions quick answers no drawn out shit do you believe in aliens hundred percent yeah hundred percent do okay do you um I do I think like mathematically they have to like exist okay
1: okay I you think know? I think they're I think they're cruising around as we speak yeah Maybe a bit even deeper. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. The,
0: the universe is way too fucking big to, to not. But yeah, who knows? Okay. Sweet or savory, man?
1: Definitely savory. Yeah. Mm. I love…
0: Oh, God. Oh. Steak. Oh, steak. All that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Savory. I don't, I don't actually think that I could really decide that I'm sweet or savory. Because I fucking love both equally. I just love food. And I love cooking. I love eating.
1: Okay. But I feel like you'd be savory. I feel like you would be. Like I know you like your sweets, but you don't love your sweets. But yeah, I see you no, get excited true. over like a pasta. Uh, yeah, yeah. I no, feel like you're that right. really gets you. Yeah, No, no, you're right. I'm, So
0: I'm going to go savoury, man. Yes. Um, nature or city? Well, we're both here for a reason. i going to say nature. Nature. But yeah. you need your city fix, hey? Definitely a city fix. Got to get out of here every now and again. Yeah, you got to get… Think, yeah. I think previously to living here, I would say I was probably more city. But now, I'm. yeah, I need like fucking ocean and I need to be close to it. Mm. 100%. It was always nature, I think. This is a funny one. Mm-hmm. So you've met a girl. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I have. She's a 10. Okay. But she wants to pee on you. <laughs> <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> Do you stay with her? Or is that a red flag? Well, um,
1: have you ever made someone... Squirt. squirt? That's pretty much pee. Squirt isn't fully pee. It is mostly. It's like... I've looked it up.
0: Isn't it, it like...
1: I've looked uh, it up. Oh, fuck that. No, I don't so,
0: want to start spitting facts, but like, you're, is it like called like urea or something different? I don't know, but
1: I I Googled it because you I was were, trying to figure it out. You were pee I on. was like, do I need to change my sheets every time this happens? Did you get it in your mouth? Oh, I'm not going to disclose that information. That, that's a yes. Um, But yeah, it's mostly pee. So I guess
0: it's… Technically got peed on. Technically I've got peed on. I've never been like fully like… Like I've been squirted on like a little bit, but not like a full shower. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want the full shower. I had to
1: change the sheets. Okay.
0: Yeah. I've definitely had to change the sheets. You don't, want, you don't want to sleep in the wet spot. All right. Last question on the rapid fire. <laughs> we actually talked about this in the car on the way up, but mm-hmm. um, thoughts on budgie smugglers? They're back in. Back in. It's like in the zeitgeist of like topics and like guys here wear budgie smugglers.
1: I haven't been seeing it that much. Really? But in, maybe in Sydney when I was in Sydney for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I think they're kind of a vibe. Really? Actually, I did a shoot last week in Bodgy Smugglers. Yeah. And um, they had to, they couldn't use a lot of the images. They said oh, there's too, sh- too much shading <laughs> <laughs> had to be uh, removed much, from the too, images.
0: Too much junk in the front trunk. Um, I think we've got to get a pair, I think. I'm not about it. I get like… I'm buying you a pair. I got I get, a black pair now. I bought a pair. In I two. get like high school swimming carnival PTSD, like swimming the 100 meter fucking freestyle. Like, I'm not about it. I never wore them Really? school. Nah. Did you do swimming carnival?
1: Yeah, we did all that. I still wore boardies. I used
0: mean, we, we, to wear I like the, we were, over, the, over, uh, the over knee boardies. No, we weren't allowed. We had to wear Speedos in
1: swimming carnival. I'm telling you, I bought my first pair of Speedos ever like last week adult. in Sydney wow. for a photo shoot. Okay. And I'm like, you know what? I can pull this off. Like what? Cool.
0: A, what about if the trend goes from, um, you know, like in women's bikinis, how they like the G, smaller, like the G gets, string kind of style? Now, I don't think I'd go. that You, far. You, couldn't, you couldn't do it. But who knows? Do you, is it even funny? It's here. Like bathers have gone from just like normal bathers to like the skinniest skim. Like
1: it is crazy when
0: you go surfing at say
1: Watergoes yeah. or the past. Women are like, like when you see them lying on the board, you can't you think see. They're they're nude. They yeah. look nude. They look hundred percent. Yeah. Nude. Yeah. And like, it's so funny how we've adjusted to that yeah. being the norm. It just is what it is, though. Yeah. It's like, well, I remember the first few times I came up here, like, chicks are being kind of skimpy bikinis. You'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, this is like, you know, you have a reaction, you have a mental reaction to it. Yeah. And now it's just like, oh yeah.
0: And I mean, like, everyone has, you have a bit of a look, you know, we're not like pervs, but you can see a few volvers on the beach. You know? Oh, don't <laughs> they're, worry. I'm so tiny. I'm
1: getting back. I've got like these bodies and they're, fucking see-through they are so (laughs) see-through i just don't care i'm like you know what like yolo. like i'm literally like what am i missing when you're out there nothing so it's gonna leave nothing to the imagination
0: all right good i love this okay thank you very much for (laughs) on that note on that note um we've talked about everything today we definitely went on so many fucking tangents but that's not Mm. a bad thing at all um looking forward to recording more yeah, I'm kind of looking way. forward to what this podcast could and will become. Mm-hmm. And uh just want to say have a lovely day. I love you. Love you too. Right. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,